You Want to Split That is brought to you by Hustle Haven, a haven from your daily hustle. It's Roanoke, Virginia's best place to encourage self-care through the trifecta of hot yoga, indoor cycling, and their own self-care boutique and potion bar. This place has a little bit of everything for anyone seeking an improvement of their mental health through fitness. And listen, y'all, they have the only hot yoga studio in Roanoke, so that is a huge deal, and you should definitely give it a try. Well, sometimes the meals I eat on here don't make me feel too hot about myself, so I really look forward to taking cycling every weekend before I watch football. After I'm done, I feel so much better for the rest of the day, and I look for the best time to schedule another class. Hustle Haven is the perfect place for that mental pick-me-up through physically challenging yourself. Head to their website, hustlehaven.com, to register for your first two classes for the price of one for just $20, or just check the place out at their downtown Roanoke location. And don't worry, they have parking at 355 at Campbell Avenue Southwest. That's 355 Campbell Avenue Southwest. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of You Want to Split That, the podcast that has interesting people and fast food. My name is Bailey Engel, and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for bearing with us for that break we took last week. Uh, Just had a lot of work piling up, and uh, it was just not enough time to eat fast food. So I know that's kind of unbelievable, but I was able to do it this week with a very interesting person. I first got to know him Back in 2017, when I was the broadcast assistant for the Erie Seawolves, who are the AA affiliate of the Detroit Tigers, he had a similar position then as he does now with the Advanced A affiliate of the Chicago Cubs down in Myrtle Beach. They are the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, where he is the director of fan engagement. This is my friend Hunter Horenstein. And Hunter and I have a lot of similar interests, including our love of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he's always really down to do whatever. And that's why I thought he'd be a great guest and a great guy to try to split the new prime rib Angus Thick Burger from Hardee's. Many, if we have any West Coast followers, uh, that's Carl's Jr. where you guys are at. I've never had a burger from Hardee's. This is the first time ever I've ever had anything that wasn't chicken or sausage from there because usually I get their breakfast, which I really like, but this is the first time I've ever had their burger. It's a brand new thing, and obviously you've seen the commercials where they kind of roll out something new from there that looks pretty daunting just about every other month. So I thought Hunter would be a great guy to eat it with, and we had a great conversation as well. So here it is. My talk and splitting a prime rib Angus Thick Burger with Mr. Hunter Horenstein. When I actually suggested that we were going to get Hardee's today, I was very excited that you were very enthusiastic about it. So I was wondering if you have pretty good th- feelings about Hardee's most of the time. <laughs> I think it was more, uh, I can't wait to be in my bathroom for the rest of the night. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this thing so i just said yes just automatically it was an automatic yes no matter what um because i've listened to the show and i like the show awesome. um, thank you but then i saw what what this this thing is and this is absolutely this is gonna ruin the f- out of me this thing is going to destroy my f- insides <laughs> That's why I, I'm excited, so I'm super fired up for this. So. Yeah, yeah. I see all the commercials at Hardee's, um, 
And I've always thought, man, you know, I've always kind of compared Hardee's to what like Subway warns you not to eat. It's like the fake restaurant and they're like, <laughs> oh, you're going to eat the lard burger today. And Hardee's is that restaurant. So for the folks listening at home, we have uh, the prime rib Angus cheddar thick burger um, at, from Hardee's. I've never had a burger. Have you actually eaten a burger from Hardee's before? No. So uh so hardy's is known as carl's jr out right. in california um and I'll, i really didn't eat a whole lot of carl's jr ever growing up there's like this is there's like good fast food bad fast food 50 feet of shit and then carl's jr um but they're they used to have the stars the stars used to be the their nuggets right so like they yeah they used to be in the shape of the stars and i that's what i ate if we if we got carl's jr that's what it was um the last time i've eaten actually hardy's that also that tripped me out when i moved out here to the east coast right it's not called that um the the one and only time that i've had hardy's was the in 2016 when i first moved out here uh it was my final stop for food before i drove into conway myrtle beach Horry county and uh, yeah, I, I don't think I was trying to rack my brain when I picked it up earlier today. Uh, or, like I was like, I don't know, I don't remember the last time I actually had Hardee's or Carl's Jr. Um, so <laughs> this is gonna be interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna take a bite for the first time ever eating a burger from Hardee's and not chicken. All right, cheers. The roast beef makes it a little weird on the opening bite. The texture is all right. The burger, however, not bad. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. It's not half bad. It's not half bad, but I tell you what, Hunter. Not that bad. I tell you what, I have to find something on. I got to be overly critical because I'm, I'm happy you've listened to the show, but I don't know if you've noticed. I'm not really that picky. And I think that's something, if I want to, like, up it, I got to stop giving things sevens or six or sevens. But my initial reaction was the burger's good. I'm going to see how I feel about the roast beef. The onions aren't bad, though. You got little caramelized onions at the bottom. Um, how do you feel about Hardy's fries? Uh, terrible. They're not good fries. That's the correct answer. Uh, not good fries. I will <laughs> say this, the, yeah, so the patty, not, not bad at all. The roast beef, I just had a big piece just fall out and I ate it on its own. That was a mistake. <laughs> I, I should have I shouldn't have just gone solo on that piece of the roast beef. Yeah. That, that's not roast beef, man. It's a little rubbery. It's, it's not it, it's not it's not fun. It, that was bad. I needed to mask it with everything else. I think the caramelized onions did a good job of masking it. <laughs> I, I went solo and uh I, I that was not not didn't didn't like that didn't, right. didn't really like that upon second bite uh i think that the cheddar is something that we're kind of like i'm starting to appreciate a little bit remember we got to save our ratings for the end but uh the cheddar i think is a good a good uh substitute for putting just a square of american cheese on there oh that roast beef oh <laughs> i'm holding this up that like it doesn't even look like like it doesn't look like roast like what is what is going on it's I a little pulled, uh, i just pulled it apart and it's like i can hear it like <laughs> coming apart i don't know if that's that's terrible but 
Is your I'm neighborhood gonna hardy? It, I'm going to give it a second shot. This crap's so rubbery, dude. <laughs> this stuff's so rubbery. Yeah, yeah. This it's not be good though, Hor. What? If you were like violently hungover, <laughs> okay, you needed something to just purge, like you needed help to just let the devil out. Yeah. This, this right here, or if you're just hammered, <laughs> okay. hammered at like two in the morning, um, this will sober you right up. I think that Hardy's at two in the morning isn't really the place I want to spend. But if it's at two in the morning, I'm a huge fan of Hardy's breakfast. I've been a big Hardy's apologist my whole life. Uh, I don't know if that's something I could put on my resume. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, their chicken's usually pretty good. Um, but we'll see how this burger goes. I got to time it out for the rest of this. What I've always kind of appreciated about you, Hunter, and always admired about, about you is something I, I, I can't do. You are minor league baseball, at least to me, in the short time I worked with you, like 24-7. I don't think you half-ass anything that you do. And maybe you can correct me on that, but how do you do that? I don't think I've ever been called that. I appreciate that. That's very flattering that you would say that. Um, I don't know, man. I think, I, I don't know if it's like, I gotta be on 24 seven. I think my, I think my role within like whatever organization I'm at has kind of led to me having to kind of sort of be on um so like i i like with the social media stuff like that that is kind of a a 24 7 sort of deal um i i don't know i I think like i i i think it's just like this is what i do like and i don't know i don't i don't say that to like oversimplify the answer but oh my gosh i'm burping so much from this thing It's going to happen every time. And I try to ask for insightful answers. And then you're just like, I'm trying to think of a really insightful answer. And I I just, that rubbery roast beef just came up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I don't know. I think it's, uh, like I've never really had a real job outside of this. Like (laughs) I've never not worked in baseball. Um, and, and I really don't think what we do is like all that, like we're not curing cancer. We're not, you know, doing stocks and finance, like we're not doing anything that's like really tremendously groundbreaking. Um, but we are having a ton of fun, you know, like that's from like any organization, that's what you're supposed to do from the top down is just go have fun. And you kind of have to, you kind of have to live that life a little bit. I think if, if you like any, I, I think people can do this job, but I also think that if it takes a kind of a certain person, certain type of person, to really embrace it and just kind of go gung ho on it. Um, you know, I, I know certainly that over the years, I've, I think I've come to realize and, and kind of pace myself on, on that. Um, you know, when I was younger and stuff, it was, you know, 24 seven, you know, work hard, play hard sort of deal. You know, now I think I've kind of realized that I, I, I gotta make myself last over a full season and, um, and kind of help try to put things in perspective, but it all comes back to just having fun, man. Like, and what I do is, is fun. I get to do the fun parts of, of our operation, which is, you know, entertain fans, uh, work on giveaways and, and promotional jerseys and, uh, and, and, and the in-game show. And then all the stuff that we can do on the internet, like, 
me, that's just, that's fun. And you got to have higher and high energy. Um, not to say like there's some days and some games you've seen it when we are yeah. here where it's just like you're dragging and you just need, you need a little bit of help. Um, but it just always seems like also once, once the lights go up and, and the gates open, you just find that second gear and you turn it on a little bit. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, if I knew how to do that, I would try to do it all the time. Right. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't get so burnt out. All the, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's a good answer. Um, and of course, the point of this podcast is still food. Um, you're right. The fries are terrible, but I'm still, I found myself, you're telling that story. I'm still like munching on them because the lady gave oh. me a medium just to yeah. be nice. I'm I was gonna, like, oh, great. More food. I'm going to eat them, but <laughs> they're, these are bad. These are bad fries. Yeah. They're kind of Burger King-esque to me. Um, you know, you, you hinted at like, you, you can't really turn it off, but you also just physically can't leave the ballpark. And for a lot of people that don't know, I mean, I had Susie cool on here. Uh, she kind of hinted at it where the grind is, you know, I think that the grind is kind of an overused phrase, but in this, in this sense, it really is where you're just there all the time. So how do you not turn into an incredibly unhealthy person? What are you eating while you're there? Oh, that's, uh, all that work goes into the off season. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I'm not, I I listened to your episode with, with Susie and, uh, she was saying like, well, when you're at the ballpark, all you eat are like fries and tenders and stuff. I'm 100% that guy. Um, I gain, I gain weight in the off season or in the, in the in season for sure. It's not healthy weight. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think I try to, I try to space it out at the ballpark. I try not to eat the same thing all the time. Um, it, but it's, it's hard, man. Like, I think you just got to work in the off season. And I, I'm not, I'm not saying that to like, say like, Oh, like a player does like <laughs> in some sense, like I want to try to be as healthy as I possibly can going in, into the season, because I know that I'm going to absolutely torch my body in season, whether that's not sleeping, drinking too much, uh, you know, eating ballpark food all the time, not eating sometimes, or, you know, or, and just, and then just also being outside and, and running around in, in the South Carolina summers and, you know, working at the ballpark or going and doing events like that, it takes a toll on your body a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I have not figured that out. I don't, <laughs> I don't eat well in season. I, I don't sleep in season. I drink too much. Um, and, and my stress levels are always way much higher than they need to be. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not the pinnacle of, of perfect health in season at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you're just a normal person that works in minor league baseball with that. I don't know how, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how Susie was like, well, I'm, I'm actually pretty healthy. I'm like, I don't how hey all the power to people like that like i i know folks that like bring in their own lunches and like meal plan it like for me it's like you know what this stuff's hard enough as it is i'm not <laughs> trying to make it any harder i've right. got september to like march where i right. can let i'll i'll go to the gym i'll figure it out and we'll just try to patch up the patch up all the damage as best we can right is your is your burger uh super messy yeah it's it's falling it's falling apart i've lost a lot of the onion oh Uh, no but i'm putting it back in i do like 
like I love caramelized onions. Yeah. Like I'll eat them on their own. Um, what I am worried about is this patty is about to fall out the side. So I want to put that back in the middle there. Um, unfortunately, I don't have any more roast beef. It's like, that's, that's kind of what went first and it fell apart. And, and I don't so know if that, I don't know if that's unfortunate though, with how you described it though. Yeah. It's now, it's, you know, <laughs> now the, now the real fun begins. Cause it's actually like in my stomach and we're going to see if my body rejects it or not here in a little bit. Well, luckily this is only about a 40 minute thing. So we'll see the aftermath. I'm planning on going to planet fitness after this. Mm, it seems a bit ambitious. We'll see. You're a better man than I am. I'm probably going to drink a couple beers after this. Good for you, man. Just in a cage match with your body. Um, yeah, but, you know, you didn't have baseball this year, though. So were you still, I mean, were you still eating kind of like crap? Or were, did you kind of make any changes? Uh, I probably should have made changes. If there was an opportunity to, it probably was this year. But, like, with the way, like, everything went down and – so like I went in stages, like in that first half, it was like, oh, like we're going to work from home for a little bit and it's going to be all fun. And like, it's an adventure. And like I went and got a bunch of snacks and all this stuff and like knew I wasn't going to be going out to the grocery store as often. I ordered out a lot, trying to support some of our, you know, team partner restaurants and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, it's nice to not eat hot dogs and like fries and chicken tenders at the ballpark pretzels at the ballpark every single day but as far as like i think my drinking went up for sure <laughs> my my beer consumption absolutely went up um i am getting more sleep now which is good um, nice and and i i did try to uh i did try to start cooking for myself a little bit more um and so i've tried a little bit of that but early on in the old quarantine times no, I was not. I was not eating well at all. I've definitely also gained weight. I basically gained the weight I would have anyway. Um, <laughs> so now it's just a matter of now I got to get right back into shape. But uh, yeah, certainly not doing, not doing great, but not doing terrible. I would say. <laughs> well, I I believe in you. We're getting into the off season. If uh, you know, if there was a season, we we wouldn't be playing baseball anyway. Um, you you talked about the stuff you do on the field uh, in Myrtle Beach. And there's another thing that I've always really respected about you is I've had situations in my broadcast career, what have you, where I've had to MC something. And I'm honestly not a huge fan because of the echo and kind of j just being like ad-libbing the entire time. And you're really good at it. Was that something that you were always kind of good at or you've gotten better at it uh, just as a recent? Um, so full disclosure, uh, I'm kind of like you, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Mm. Um, I did go to school in college. I, I originally went to school to be a broadcaster and I wanted to do what you were doing. And like, I called volleyball and soccer and basketball and all these, all these, uh, all these sports had a, had a like student radio show there with a buddy of mine. Um, so like got used to the, the, I guess, quote performing of it all you know um but as far as like on field stuff live in person so i've i've you know anxiety that i've been pretty open about uh you know uh, on on like social media and whatnot and that's one of the things that actually kind of does get me it's like i i focus in on it so much that like 
I don't really like it, but once I turn it on, like it's, I feel like, okay, I'm right back behind a mic or something. And so I kind of channel it a little bit, challenge that energy, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, there's, if, if it was up to me, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be the on-field host. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's tough, man, to be on all the time. And like, I, I, I tell this to like our promo interns that we have, like, cause I always preach like, Hey, we, we, you know, it's a show, it's a show, it's a show. We've got to put on our best performance. And I preach to them that, but I also in that same breath say, guys, listen, I know life happens. I know things when you leave here, like real life goes on. And I know that sometimes you're not going to be at the top of your game. I know that you're going to be tired. I know that you're going to be whatever. And so I try to like, I, I feel that a lot. And uh, sometimes it's tough to kind of, I don't know, uh, block all that stuff out when you're, when you're doing it. But uh, I don't know, something about, you know, wanting to just do your job as well as you can and, and really provide an experience for, for fans that are, that are out at your ballpark. Most, some of them for the first time, like, I don't know, there's something that just, that allows me to kind of turn it all off at least for that little bit. Um, you know, I enjoy having that kind of fun. It is fun. I, you know, I'm not complaining. It is fun. The, the ones that are fun are the ones that like, like what we did in Erie with Dan and the bubble boy. Yes. Like that kind of stuff to me where it's organic and you're like, you're kind of almost playing this character. Uh, that to me is fun because it just, it, it's, it's not stressful. And it's like, you know, you just say, screw it. Like, we're wacky and wild. This is what minor league baseball is. So I, I have a very, uh, a very complicated love hate relationship with uh, hosting on field stuff and just basically talking to people in, uh, in general. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad that you found kind of a channel for that. Cause I know I'm sure as an anxious person, it's, it's probably really tough to do. Um, I just want to clarify for the folks living at home or listening at home. Uh, when Hunter and I worked together in Erie, Pennsylvania, the double A affiliate of the C of the Tigers or the Erie Seawolves, uh, we had, I, I, was it a weekly thing or was it just whenever we found a guy where our, our friend, our buddy, Dan Jones, who also worked there and I lived with Dan, would get in one of these big kind of like bubble boy suits, kind of like what we saw out of the, you know, the old John Travolta movie, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. And he would just run into the other guy. And it, the other person would usually truck would really fall over. And Dan, I don't know how many he won in a row. He would win if, would, did we make it like two out of three or something at one time? Yeah, it was, uh, it was best of three and he did not go down. So he didn't lose a round. I think he didn't, he didn't lose something like 30 or, or maybe he was even higher <laughs> than that straight rounds until he actually, like we never played the third round of a match. Cause he would just sweep two and out, two and out, two and out. And he won something like 30, 40 or just something outrageous where it, and he became this like cult hero. It's <laughs> true. And people would like call him out on social media. They would call him out at the ballpark. Like we had season ticket holders that were like, would cheer for him when he would come out and like, <laughs> like they would call him bubble boy. Like it was, it kind of took a life of its own. It was banana land. Yeah. Um, shout out, Dan. Dan is married now. Dan is having a baby soon, which very uh, happy for you, Dan. Hope you're listening to this. Back to the burger. 
Uh, it's soggy, man. I'm kind of glad, honestly, that this is just like a pedestrian thing that I've finally eaten on here because I've liked everything else, and this is just okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 almost done. I've got like maybe two bites, three bites of this thing. Yeah, and uh, I'm already feeling kind of like you know what, maybe a little too sober for this. <laughs> uh i uh my prime rib in quotation marks or whatever it is uh it's still there it hasn't gotten better uh i tell you what the burger i think the burger is kind of the actual thing i do like about this the cheddar is kind of like kind of like what you see at arby's anyway with like the cheddar melt uh it's all right i'll come back to it um the the bubble boy thing was really creative that's another thing i like about you um and the staff that we were at in in erie and I'm sure you guys, you know, I've seen you guys do a lot of incredible things in Myrtle Beach. You're a very creative person, um, and, you know, between the, um, I believe it was the Myrtle Beach Pelicans Deaf Awareness Night, and you guys had a sign language uh, jersey that spelled out Pelicans. Um, but something comes to mind, because this is my first uh, um, episode after the election, how much blowback did you guys get? And I don't even know if it was all the way your idea. But for in 2017, Erie had Alternative Facts Night. What was that like for you guys? <laughs> uh, um, so number one, right off the bat, one of my like top memories, career moments, like number one. Um, so that actually was not, number one, it wasn't my idea, but it actually, <laughs> <laughs> let's make that very clear, it wasn't my idea. But the, the genesis of it uh, came from Greg Coleman, who was our, who was our team president up there. Um, he went, uh, he saw a report, it was like a news report about Erie um, that one of the, I don't know, one of the, the networks did. And it was, it came off very one-sided. Um, you know, it, you could, if you were somebody from Erie, you would see like, hey, this is a hit piece on, on our hometown. And, you know, GC, Greg, Greg is a very, uh, he's very proud of that community. He's very proud of Erie and he, and he should be, he's poured his heart and soul into it. Um, and, and, you know, he really wanted to do something to kind of get back at that and really show that Erie was not what was portrayed. And so that was kind of the beginning of it. And then the political world just kind of kept giving gifts and then Kellyanne Conway started talking about alternative facts. The inauguration had happened and they said it was the largest crowd in, in history. And yeah. you're looking at the, you're looking at these pictures and like objectively, it doesn't matter what side of the you're on, like objectively you're like, wait, no. <laughs> so <laughs> so that, that started kind of snowballing. And um, so this, this night kind of birthed from all of that. So originally it was, you know, let's, show the world like let's show that Erie is not what was portrayed in this in this news uh segment and then it went from that to well let's play on whatever the political this this alternative facts right like talking about stuff that it really isn't isn't it and in in, in it's a little bit like the what if uh promotions that you see like uh if that they rename a team or something like that like the right. what if um which by the way, GC, uh, he always likes to say that he actually did start that in Bowling Green. He, did, he takes 100% credit, so I'm going to give a little hat tip to, to Greg Coleman on that. Um, but uh, so we, we wanted to do somewhat like 
something like that. And uh, we decided, let's if we're going to celebrate us, let's celebrate, let's let's make our own history, and let's celebrate a Eastern League title that we didn't win, uh, and let's also celebrate it on a day that we're playing uh, uh, the team that did win, the Akron Rubber Ducks. Um, and so we had our idea, and then the hook came. Uh, well, let's do a giveaway and let's give away replica championship rings. Um, the, they, I think they said 140 and Oh, right. What's a, what's a full minor league season. It was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 140. So I actually, I still have the ring actually is on my bookshelf. Like it's displayed <laughs> relatively prominently. Um, but we gave out championship rings. We were celebrating an Eastern league championship that we didn't win, but we said we did. And then, um, because it was alternative facts, we decided like, well, we're in the political pool, uh, I guess, in some way or another. So we got to be, we have to be fair about it. So let's poke side fun at both sides. And we did. Um, and uh, as you could probably imagine that, that took off. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we tried really, really hard to go as close to the line as we could without going over. Um, and that is absolutely one thing that I'm very proud of, uh, because what people don't realize about those kind of promotions is like, it, yes, it takes months and months of advanced planning and getting stuff ready, but quite literally, we were still in the conference room or in the war room or whatever, uh, Xing out different skits or different bits or like changing the way we wanted to word things in the script, like as gates were about to open. Like we went up to the eleventh hour, and you know a ton of credit goes to to Nate uh, Nathan Breck up there, who was our uh, you know director of uh, game presentation or or, uh, or that role, whatever it was, um, goes to him. Uh, Greg Gagne, who was our assistant GM, is also our bro the broadcaster up there. Um, you know, and uh, and Greg Coleman. I mean, and, and even Fern and Fernando Aguirre as well, who who had our back the whole time. And, and there's something to be said for that. You know, when you, when you know you're going to jump in all in, you want people that are all, we're all in. And <laughs> we were all in. Yeah. Um, so a ton of credit goes to all of them because we had to work, we had to work so, so hard to, to really do it the right way and blow this thing out. And I think we did. Um, you know, we had, uh, we had Trump and Hillary both out there to throw out a first pitch. Our games, we, we, we made fun of the deplorables and we actually gave out a basket of deplorables. Wow hemorrhoid cream, clam juice, <laughs> like all this stuff that you would find at the store that nobody would want. And we handed it out to a lucky fan. Um, you know, we, we did uh, on the video board. Uh, I think, I don't, I think it was Nathan's idea. I, if it is, it whoops, but I don't know. Um, they put up uh, uh, Mexico didn't pay for this wall either with Whoa. an arrow pointing down to the, uh, to the outfield sign, the outfield wall. Um, that picture went, uh, got a lot of attention on social media. I remember seeing that in like an actual, like big newspaper, like it might've been the New York times or Washington. It Post. was, it was, it was bananas. And, and, uh, you know, again, that's just one of those things where it's like, no other team's going to touch this really. And, but from the top down, from ownership down, we all said, if we're going to do this, let's do it. Let's do it. And, and Hey, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, we make national news and, uh, and, we, we had a line four hours before gates open for that, for that ring. Wow. Um, you know, we, we had a ton of eyes on us on, on the, both the internet and, 
and in Erie, um, we really didn't get a ton of blowback. There is, I do have a voicemail on my phone that I saved from somebody. Uh, and my plan was to like save all the voicemails of people that were angry and we really didn't get a whole lot. So um, that's which, honestly yeah, shocking. That's insane. Pretty, yeah. Which was pretty surprising. But I think, again, that's a testament to um, how, how thorough a job that our folks did on that. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'll close with like the other, the other, my favorite part, I keep saying different parts of my favorite, but what I really had a lot of fun with, with, uh, with Greg Gania was uh, we, we wrote the press release announcing the night together and uh, it took us like three hours to write because we just couldn't stop laughing. Through <laughs> um, and like, we're quite literally borrowing tweets and quotes from Spicer and, and Trump and Hillary. Like we're, we're, it's like, it was like writing an SNL skit and uh, you probably can find that on the internet somewhere. Um, but yeah, it was, it was one of those wild wacky nights. Um, it, you know, credit to, to everybody in Erie. I mean, we, we worked our tails off to make it as, as good as we could and as I guess safe as we could. And, uh, but I, I probably wouldn't be anxious to do something like that again. Would uh, not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think one and done, we, we got, we got, we skated with, uh, we skated with it pretty well. I think we did a really good job and, but it was a ton of work and, you know, there was, there was nervousness and butterflies. And, and once it was over, you're like, oh, crap. All right, it's over. We're done. Let's move on to the next game. Um, but definitely a highlight of, uh, of my career for sure and, and uh, something I'll never, ever forget. Well, speaking of over and done, uh, I finished my burger. Um, I'm okay with it. I'll come back to it in a little bit, but I want to see where you are. Uh, I am, I'm finished. Um, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was good. I mean, I, I'll rate it a little bit later. Uh, the fries are a different story, though. Yeah, um, these things are, are pretty bad. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to finish them. The late now, I feel bad bashing Hardee's because I love Hardee's so much. The lady, and this is why I love it because the ladies are usually really nice in there. The lady gave me a cookie because I had waited because I had to wait and I Aww. took a bite of it. And the cookie's okay. <laughs> I, I'll still it's like to mess up a cookie. Yeah, it's, it's mess up a chocolate chip cookie. It's a little dry. I mean, I ate cookies on here a few episodes ago from Subway. And the Subway ones are just hands down, honestly, the best. So uh, Hardy's, Hardy's tried. Um, speaking of trying and speaking of being anxious to do something again, um, you blew up on Twitter earlier this year uh, because you interacted with Mason Ramsey's oh, people. <laughs> yeah. And I just, does that happen all the time? Because, okay, for the people listening, Hunter messaged Mason Ramsey, who is the Walmart yodeling kid. That sound, sounds like Hank Williams Sr., which in and of itself, I mean, the kid's like, what, 13 maybe? And he's singing like songs from a guy that's been dead 60 years. And Hunter reached out to him, had this like sincere message. And he just, all he, he didn't get a response. He just got a dislike on the video, on the, on the, uh, on the message. Does that happen to you a lot? Uh, I mean, you're asking about like professional or my dating life? Cause it happens. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on. I'll, I'll go professional. I'll go professional. No, um, so yeah, I guess yes and no. I don't know. I think so. To be fair, and I did follow up that tweet that I sent out. Um, uh, I don't know when that was. A couple months ago, I guess now. Um, to be fair, they did follow up, and I'm pretty sure it's his grandparents that run the accounts and like manage him or whatnot. Uh, they did follow up with one of those copy and paste like, "Thank you for reaching out to Mason Ramsey for booking inquiries. Please visit blah blah blah." 
Um, they did follow up with that. That's fine. Um, and and I have no ill will towards Mason Ramsey. Like looking back on that, it was freaking hilarious. Like when it happened, I keep I went running down the hallway into my general manager's office and being like, "You won't guess what just happened." <laughs> and uh, and he was in town for the Carolina Country Music Festival, and we had games that week. Um, and uh, it was just one of those like throwaway ideas at the last minute, like oh, crap, let's see if we can't get them out here to throw out a first pitch or something like that or whatever. Um, and that stuff happens a lot, like with the promo world in minor league baseball. Like you get a lot of ideas that just come real quick and you just you, you, you try to jump on them. If they work, they work. If they don't, whatever, you move on to the next one. It's just kind of that like throw stuff up on the wall and see what sticks. Um, so he wasn't like an integral part of what we were doing. It would have just been like a really cool add-on and it would have been a huge long shot, but if it paid off, like, awesome. So I, we really had nothing to lose from me just reaching out. Um, and I do that a lot. Usually you get ignored. Um, most of the times they come back with, uh, how much are you gonna pay me? Um, <laughs> um, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I, I thought it was really funny. Um, and then when that trend of like how it's going, how it went or whatever. Right. Um, like Cause this I, happened like last year from what I'm guessing, right? Uh, happened 2018. 2018. Okay. Um, so it's, it's been a couple years. Um, but uh, once that trend was going, I just thought that instead of being like serious about that trend, cause a lot of people were putting stuff out about like relationships or a, a job offer or something and like really cool things. And I just sometimes really like to goof off. Like I don't like to be the most serious person in the world. Yeah. Um, so I thought this would be kind of funny. Did not think it would blow up the way it did. Um, talk about anxiety. I was <laughs> that freaked me the hell out. I did not like that. For someone that that's on the internet a lot, I was like, no, I don't think I like the internet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like it was funny just because like it's just like the sweetheart kid that shows up on Ellen. And then he's like, Hunter's like, oh, well, I just wanted you to throw out a first pitch. He's like, nah, F that. Yeah, not, and not even like a no. He, he did the thumbs down and like, to the message. Like, yeah. <laughs> which, which is like, which I think was to like, that was the funny part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So I, it, it happens. It, I mean, you get shot down a lot when you try to reach out to folks, um, but nothing as, as, funny like that was unintentionally the funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> it made for a good story yeah yeah it was awesome man and uh, i hope that he gets to yodel in myrtle beach sometime soon <laughs> and uh gets to redeem himself hunter you've been awesome uh we come to the one of the fun the penultimate part of the show if you will uh where we roast them or toast them roses i hate it toast is like not like you know burning something but raising your glass to it so i try to have a spin uh a local spin on a few things for you so hunter hornstein roast them or toast them in and out oh toast it for sure oh okay so i've never actually been to california what makes in and out so good oh man i see i'm biased that's the problem I'm, I'm gonna give you a super biased answer i just honestly in my hearts of hearts believes it is the it's it's one of the best burgers i've ever had um i think also the fact that i've been a, not i haven't lived on the west coast it's like what five five years now six years mm -hmm. something like that like distance makes the the heart grow fonder um <laughs> i will say uh in and out's fries are not great they're, okay that's they're, they're not very good um but those burgers 
I'll, I'll put them up with any other burger and, and no one can, uh, if, uh, the Homer in me, no one can, uh, you know, sway me the other way. They're just, I don't know. There's just something about them, man. It's just, it's just a good tasting burger. All right. So Rosa Murtosem, and this is going to be extremely niche for you and I, uh, Nunzies in Erie, Pennsylvania. Ooh, I got us. Okay. This is tough. I'm going to, I'm going to have to say roast them. That's the correct answer. Just because Nunzies would, when we had it on a game day, that was probably the worst food you could have during a game day. <laughs> that Nunzies, there was never a time when I didn't spend an absurd amount of time in the bathroom after Nunzies ruined, like ruined, like, and, and it just, like, it's good. It's, it was fine. There's nothing wrong with the food, but it, it just ruins me. And, uh, we, we had it all the time. It's gross. <laughs> I don't know why. And I, like, and I hope that they hear this. And I liked my time in Erie, Pennsylvania. That place sucked. And they had like oatmeal. The cookies were even bad. Like you talk about the Hardee's was all right. This cookie was okay. They had oatmeal and M&M cookies. That was disgusting. And then they had like pit beef. Yeah. And the only thing that like, even like they did uh, that like big rigatone pasta. Yeah. And like, it was just red sauce. Like typically like you get some side of meat or something like there's, but it was literally just like red sauce. And it was like, (laughs) It's not like, like, sure, I'll eat it on a game day. It's not bad, but it's just like, what are we doing? And then it would just go right through me, and that was terrible. I don't want to give them the time of day anymore. I just wanted <laughs> to hear what you had to say, and I'm glad that you kind of agree with me. Um, Rosa Murtosem, and I, we went here together one time, and I had to dress as Willy Wonka for a promotional idea. Uh, Rosa Murtosem Moe's. Uh, I'm going to toast them. Okay. I'm going to toast them. Uh, I... I only because, um, number one, that trip that we went when you had to dress up, is, that was such a weird, that was just a, that was a weird concept. That Yeah, to, okay, also for the record, <laughs> for the people at home, this wasn't because I wanted to do this. It was because the other intern, who shall remain nameless, was a little too big for the suit, and I fit the suit, and... <laughs> And it was for like a golden ticket, and I don't, I don't even know the whole point of the golden ticket. Stretch. It was such a stretch of a concept. Yeah, and I said I look like Prince before we got there, <laughs> and then uh, as soon as it, as soon as we started taking off the golden tickets on Facebook Live, the music at most was like "Daily Beloved," where I got it. <laughs> so I started laughing during that. Uh, I'm actually, I'm gonna toast Mo's too, um, but yeah. Also, who do you hate? Welcome to Moe's when you walk in. They didn't, right. Yeah, you can't hate that. But I looked so weird that day that they didn't even say it to me. That was such a weird <laughs> concept that that somebody in that office that I won't mention his name, I don't want to blow him up. But his, his idea that he had for, for that activation was such a stretch and so bizarre. It was, <laughs> it was pretty, and then, and then you chasing your hat. You remember when we yeah, the, it you blew off. Shape, it, your hat blew off and you're running through the parking lot dressed as Willy Wonka chasing this hat. <laughs> oh God, they could have done a documentary on that because on Netflix the next year they came out with Evil Genius about that guy in Erie, Pennsylvania. They should have done a 30 minute session on that trip to Moe's that day. 
Oh, I'm not. Oof. Okay. And it's a, it came out as a funny picture, though. And a lot of people were like, what? A lot of people texted me about that when I tweeted it. You got a lot of love. Yeah, I did. Um, Hunter, you've been great. I think that was a great Rosum or Tosum. It's, it's brief, but we spent a good amount of time on it. Uh, now's time to rate the Hardee's Prime Rib Angus Cheddar Thick Burger. Uh, and I want to hear what you got to say. I'm going to give it a, uh, a 4.2. Mm. 4.2. It, it, it's not quite middle of the road. It's, it's pretty bad. You know, objectively, it's pretty bad. The, the, the burger, the patty, decent. What you should expect. Um, if it was just that and the cheddar, I would have eaten it. No problem. Um, but I can't get over the fact that I feel like I ate rubber bands that were called roast beef. Um, that's brutal. I did not like that. And unfortunately, too, I, I got a lump in the fries with this. Too. The, the fries really hurt the experience as well. Um, 4.2, I think, is, uh, is pretty fair, though. Yeah, you're coming in with the Olympic gymnastic scores with the decimals, and I think I'm going to join you. <laughs> uh, I lowballed a guy a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to lowball this here, too. I'll give it a 3.7. I'm not going to get that again. <laughs> it's my like the 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 prime rib looks so good on tv and then you're like oh right there's no way it's gonna be that good because it's <laughs> yeah, from hardy's you sent me i was all excited too i opened the box up now and it's like what yeah it like like you said i'm gonna echo your sentiments on the actual beef like the burger that was good the cheese was all right it got soggy but the prime rib which is what makes it different was pretty rubbery and the fries are subpar the lady saved me with a cookie shout out that lady in blacksburg virginia um giving me the cookie uh 3.7 and finally for people listening in and for people that have criticized me for saying i don't criticize enough there you go that is an honest rating of not a great burger so hunter i'm glad i got to share it with you i got I'm glad i got to split it with you Oh, this this was good. That was that was uh, that was fun. I'm glad we I'm glad we ate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll talk to you later, man. And uh, go Steelers. Let's beat the Bengals this weekend. Hey, go Steelers, my man. Uh, appreciate it, Bailey. Thanks for having me on, brother.